It's time for the podcast that promises to catch you up on all the news and notes from the Seattle sports scene in 40 minutes or less. It's time for Rain City Sports. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rain City Sports. As you can tell by my voice, I am not Jared Johnson. And neither am I. <laughs> Guest hosting, because Jared is on vacation. The boys from Fairweather Friends. I'm Veg. And I'm Ricky. And uh, honestly, we're pretty excited about this. At least I am. I gotta. I feel like ever since we started the podcast, I've started talking for you. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I'm pretty excited, because we haven't talked real sports in quite a while. No. We used to every episode. Now we don't even... Yeah, well, and if anyone heard us from the very beginning, which probably not, (laughs) uh, originally it was NBA by Amateurs because we wanted to talk sports. And had nobody to talk to. No one else likes NBA. But let's get to it. In this episode, we got golf, updates on Mariners and Seahawks. It's not not a good week for vacation. It was a very very news-heavy week for Seattle. Well, and it all hit in the last couple of days. Sports in general. Um, And then uh, a new segment. That he's never done on this one since anyone who has heard our podcast or us on this one knows Ricky's not a huge sport Mariner or sorry, a huge Seattle fan, other than basically the Mariners. Yep. Sounders. Yeah, he doesn't talk about Sounders much on here. More of uh how's Jacoby put it? Uh, uh no, dang it. Die, Soft weather, die, die, easy. die easy. Good call. I, I should remember that one. That's one that I've used in the NBA uh <laughs> for my fanhood because I follow teams. But uh so the new segment gonna be keep your enemies close we'll talk about some of ricky's favorite teams and uh, what's going on with them which is actually quite a bit on a few of them <laughs> uh but uh i don't know i guess there was some kind of big news what was that oh oh yeah tiger woods won the freaking masters <laughs> at age what 40 42 42 uh nicholas nicholson nicholas nicholson nicholas nicholas <laughs> damn you jacks uh he won it at 46 but they're already talking debating whether this is the biggest comeback ever because so Tiger went eleven years without any major, fourteen without a Masters. I don't remember. So look, if you come to this, listen to this show for all of Jared's research and stats and preparation. <laughs> if you've heard our podcast, Fairweather Friends, that's not us. We're here to we bring the comedy and the entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, because we're not bringing stats. Uh, but I know I heard that. So Jack Nicholas, his was not as long of a period. So he was forty six when he won the Masters the last time. But he had only gone like eight years without a major uh, or a Masters, one or the other. It was it was less time for the Masters and a major than Tigers. Well, in 2011, he won five uh, five tournaments and was Player of the Year. So he's been steadily returning. Yeah, no, I'm willing, but his comeback got... So <laughs> the one thing that people are not talking about with his comeback is that it really started with his wife running after his car with the golf club and him getting in a wreck because he admitted that there that was, was like found out that ago. he had been cheating on her. Well, he's been 11 years without a major. That was like, Isn't he hadn't won a major since then. Yeah. And then he started making his golf comeback, had knee injuries, back injuries. His back is fused at this point. Spinal fusion. Yeah. Um, which they're saying like, eventually that's just going to go. And then he will be done. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be a really long recovery to do it right. And that was the surgery that Kerr said not to do. Right. Is that the one that he had that he was like, don't do it. It fucked him up for like three years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, shoot. Did we cuss on this one? Uh, I think there's an E by it. <laughs> well, <laughs> we did on this one. Uh, but nonetheless, Tiger, he he recovered his uh, 
his image years ago. Yeah. His golf has steadily been coming back. He used the Kobe method and rehabbed his whole image. <laughs> Dated Lindsey Vaughn, Olympic gold medalist. That was huge. That was. Uh, Tiger. Made him look all wholesome again. Yeah, and uh, hugging his family. His kids wearing the same outfit with the red. <laughs> People forget at one term, at one time he uh, he basically coined the term sex addict. No one had heard of that <laughs> as an addiction until Tiger Woods. And then all of a sudden, everybody was a sex addict. There was a Prime South Park episode about that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, last year he came up real close to the majors. So I think it, I don't know. I think people still refused to believe he would win one just in case he didn't. We're all hopeful though. Yeah, everyone, because everyone knows no one watches golf unless Tiger's in contention. It's, it's so true. It's, you turn on Twitter and when Tiger's playing, that's the only thing anybody's talking about. Oh yeah. It's a, I mean, it's kind of sad. I'm a big fan of golf, but it's true. I don't really watch it either. Um, especially because they're playing in the middle of the day on the weekends. Like, yeah, you have better things to do than <laughs> You know, at night, which obviously they aren't going to golf at night, <laughs> but if you air it at night, like, you know, baseball games and and, fo- and NBA games, and uh, then I'll watch it. Although I don't use that same excuse for football. Sunday during the day, that's fine. I'll <laughs> stop all plans. Uh, but that was the big news, non, non-Seattle non related. Uh, on Bill Simmons tried to claim it as a victory for Boston. What? Yeah, he just said that he cares about Tiger as much as he cares about the Celtics. That doesn't make him uh, a Boston they, native. I know, and he said it, it was more meaningful than any of those because they won so often. You fucking bastards. <laughs> I feel like I like Bill Simmons less and less all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely good about saying things on his podcast that become headlines, though. Oh, God. And uh, his Kobe takes are terrible. Well, he hates Kobe. He, he's he straight up. At least he's not one of those journalists who pretends like he's uh, neutral or unbiased. He's yeah, very open with his biases. So he's like, Kobe wasn't even the best player on his team. He had Pau Gasol, Andrew Bynum's. Shut up, Bill. Yeah, Pau Gasol was better than. Come on, <laughs> Bynum. As soon as he left the Lakers, his career ended. Uh, but all right, let's move on to the Rain City part of this sports show. <laughs> uh, big news came out last night. Uh, we're recording this on the sixteenth, which is the day after. Russell Wilson's imposed deadline on coming up with an extension. Um, I mean, I get the deadline. It makes sense. Like, You don't want it to carry on linger in the season. Yeah. You know, if you don't get it done, you don't get it done. Let's play this season and, and talk about it next offseason. But they got it done. So for context, four years ago, Derek Carr set the quarterback market. Highest annual salary at $25 million a year. It's very surprising that it was Derek Carr. <laughs> and only four years ago. Last year, Aaron Rodgers got his deal. It's yeah. like something like thirty-three and a half million annually, and a fifty-eight million. Or it was in the fifties, high fifty million signing bonus. Well, Russell Wilson clearly, by this contract, is the best quarterback in football. Now it's undebatable because he's getting thirty-five million a year and a sixty-five million dollar signing bonus. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean it. Uh, so, of course, now the debates are whether, well, one, people are mad at Wilson for not taking a pay cut. I saw our friend Sam Jeffries on Facebook was like, well, now they better draft good because they can't afford free agents. Yeah. Um, we franchised Frank Clark, and he's looking for about $20 million a year. Don't know how we're going to pay him. And uh, the, actually, the DeMarcus Lawrence deal kind of hurt you guys on that one. Cause- I was going to bring up that later on uh, – hater corner but yeah so demarcus lawrence set the market for defensive ends with 20 million a year basically on the nose right or 20 and a half million um and statistically frank clark had a better year the last 
three years, mm-hmm. or was better the last three years, but Lawrence got a, at least one Pro Bowl. Yeah, he was all pro last year. Uh, was it all pro or, or pro bowl? So that's different. Uh, all pro. Okay. He's gotten all, he got the all pro, even though he had less sacks, less quarterback pressures. Um, and so Frank Clark is, it's believed that Frank Clark wants more than what Lawrence got. <laughs> Not uh, many people left on your guys' defense. I, I just, I mean, we got McDougald hanging around. We got, uh, um, well, I don't know how long we Google to be there. It should be his last year in the contract. He was older, but we got the young guys. We got Griffin and Thompson and uh, guys like that. Um, so, Cole Thompson. It'll be interesting though, because last year was supposed to be a rebuilding year, and I think part of the reason they paid Wilson so much is because that they made the playoffs. And they're like, okay, we don't need to do a full rebuild, but if Wilson walks after this year, then we are in full rebuild mode. So definitely, I think they felt trapped. One of the keys last year to me not believing that the Cowboys would beat the Seahawks was solely because you have Russell on your team. Yeah, I mean that was one of the big reasons. It was people really trust experience, especially playoff experience. Uh, Wilson had obviously is a very good career so far, as far as winning games in the regular season and the playoffs, and Dak had not so. It was two teams that looked like they were pretty much evenly matched. And so when the tiebreakers quarterback experience, I get that. Yep. Didn't work out. I blame coaching, not Wilson. But Wilson let it fly and you guys were back in the game. Yeah, and they've done that so many times. If you watch the Ox games, you see it all the time in the late in the third quarter, down like ten, all of a sudden they're like, Oh, let's just go shotgun and spread it out and let Wilson run around and throw around and like throw oh. dimes to Doug Baldwin on the sideline. That's why he has so many fourth quarter comebacks. Have a hundred percent. Uh, what, is, what was this with Tyler Lockett? Oh, it was a crazy, crazy efficiency or something. Yeah, well, he had one year. It was like two years ago where his, between Baldwin and Lockett, it was like his QBR was like 120 when passing to those guys. Yeah. And it was like 80-plus percent completion to Baldwin and like 78% to Lockett. Um, but speaking of that, we don't know if Baldwin's going to retire. Yeah, that's crazy. He's got a lengthy recovery from uh, – I forget – Maybe. Oh, uh, hernia, right? Yeah, sports, he had a, hernia, he had sports hernia. There was some joke about him helping someone. Or was that somebody else? That, <laughs> some player got hurt there, had a hernia recently, and a, someone uh, tweeted immediately. Oh, it, was an, it was a UFC guy because when I was at Hooks watching the UFC, some guy had to bow out of the fight because he Ooh, got a hernia ouch. like the day before. And so someone immediately got on Twitter when they heard the news and tweeted out thanking him for helping them move. <laughs> <laughs> like he helped him move and got the hernia just doing that. Um, but... I mean, we all hope Baldwin stays. He's a fan favorite in Seattle. Uh, any other Seahawks news you can think of? I mean, it's pretty well in the offseason. Draft's coming up. We have no idea what they're going to do in the draft. I don't really care. Let's get it. So, no more Seahawks news. Let's, uh, other than the draft coming up, but I'm not going to try to guess who they'll pick. So, let's get on to the, uh, the old Seattle Mariners. You uh, almost predicted it perfectly yeah. on our Game of Thrones <laughs> podcast. Or, Whatever we were recording, we're just joking around about how long the Mariners can keep doing what they're doing with the crazy amount of runs. And you said six days. It was, it was actually pretty close. And it was pretty damn close because all of a sudden they got swept by the Astros, which is a very good team and expected to win 100 games this year. World Series favorites. And if we're going to be considered or taken any bit serious, we have to compete with them. And yeah. Of course, we just get. <laughs> we got swept. Uh, the bats went pretty cold. Then we lost to the Indians yesterday. The 
19 straight games with a home run. Is it up to 19? Last I saw it was 18. Uh, so one of the downsides, though, is uh, our new Japanese pitcher, Kikuchi, <laughs> who uh, left the first four starts with a lead, didn't get a win, and then lost to the Indians yesterday after getting touched up early and then settling in. Um, we uh, had a little technical difficulties and lost recording for a while, so we're going to recap what we were saying while you guys couldn't hear. <laughs> uh, and hopefully we don't repeat ourselves, but oh well if we do. Uh, the pitching... Yeah, so the, after scoring at least six runs in 13 of our first 15 games, only scored one or six in one of the last four, lost all four. Pitchers only had one real bad game, gave up 10 to the Astros with two grand slams. That was um, good for me and my fantasy team. I have Altuve. You have Altuve? Well, screw you. I'm going to try to keep the F-bombs down now that uh, <laughs> half of them didn't get recorded. Uh, uh, my, in, I have Trout and Turner, and they're both hurt. Oh, I didn't know they hurt at all. Fantasy baseball. We're yep. talking uh, Rain City Sports Podcast for Jared Johnson. We're a uh, guest hosting, oh, so right you are in now. Oh, far we're, out. We're going. <laughs> we I don't know dick about baseball. I'm all about it. Uh, <laughs> and we talked. Didn't sh- we talked Wilson getting paid already? Yeah. Um, for oh, the so Seahawks, they, they met his deadline. Yep, thirty-five million a year, highest-paid quarterback in football. Wow. I think he deserves it, and it's a good thing for Seattle to keep him here. But that's my opinion, and not being. Yeah, a but fan. he doesn't like the Seahawks. But I know the Seahawks fans are the ones not happy. Everyone else is like, hey, all right, you guys did it. You, you got it done. It. <laughs> uh, that just opens the door for other players to get in there too, like start making demands. That's true. That's well, it's been, anyway. it's been happening. I mean, <laughs> Antonio every, Brown just did it. Le'Veon yeah, Bell. Not every player has the productivity to back up his demand, though. And then uh, the Mariners, we were talking about, I don't know if we got, so our, we started recording this and it stopped at 12 minutes. So we're, uh, that's why we're still going. But uh, we don't know. I don't know if we mentioned we're going to the Mariners game tonight. Yep. Uh, Darren, who just showed up for the Fairweather Friends podcast, mm-hmm. but we're behind schedule, so we're still recording <laughs> so many podcasts. I can't even keep track right now. Um, but yeah, so we're going on value night. Going to get some bleacher seats and walk around to some stand and watch some bar near some bars. Uh, yeah, as one does at a baseball game. Of course. Yeah, outfield <laughs> by the bars. There's no better place. America's pastime is not baseball; it's drinking. Can't wait for those eight nine dollar beers. <laughs> Hopefully the Mariners get back on track with uh, scoring a shit ton of runs because the pitching's not going to win it most likely. Um, but no, like I said earlier, I like what they're doing. I think they brought in a bunch of good young athletic players, and this off season they need to go out and find pitching. <laughs> yeah, I hear Felix is kind of on the outs now. Like I said, I don't really follow baseball. Well, it's his last year making twenty five million dollars a year. Yeah. Because he got the contract extension like five years ago when, you know, coming off Cy Young's and perfect games and all that good stuff. Threw a perfect game on my birthday. Oh, it was on your birthday? Nice. Yeah. That means it was cl- close to mine. I didn't pay that close of attention. Um, oh, and then later this year, we got Edgar Hall of Fame weekend is on my birthday weekend. So I'm definitely going to try to get some people to go to one of those games. Um, Mr. Martinez? Yeah. Have you tried his tequila? I have not. It's very good. Ooh. I recommend it. He <laughs> makes his own tequila. Or he did. I don't know if he sold it, but it's quite good. But I mean, you got some, right? I sure did. So he obviously sold at least some. It's around somewhere. <laughs> it's out there. Well, I don't know if he sold that that brand or that 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 company. Or oh, whatever, like sold it away to another it, it company. It was years ago when I had it. I think this was a while ago. So I don't know if I, I could have been a one year. Anywhere. I mean, Ricky's probably the man to ask. No, that's stock I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it. But yeah, uh, liquor store man. Give a regular call. See what's happening. It's up there Actually, with uh, Danny DeVito Limoncello. <laughs> <laughs> Mariners, uh, BSB. BSB flies off the shelf. Oh, the brown season. sugar, yeah. yeah. It's a bit sweet for me. I like it. I don't it's know a, if I've had that one. 
Um, um, I've definitely seen it, it though. I had a different BSP. Um, but yeah, so hopefully the Mariners will come through for us tonight and uh, and have a good game. I got to see the opener where they scored like twelve runs, hit like five home runs. Who are we playing? Uh, we're playing the Indians, the Indians. which is kind of cool. They don't come to town often because they're a National League team, mm-hmm. um, and they got some All Stars. I mean, they were in the World Series two years ago. You think we have good American odds to League? win, or no, no? We're back oh. to we're back to normal. Oh, <laughs> like I said, I Darren, we're back to normal Mariners expectations. Oh, okay, so um, just... they they lost their last four after starting out uh, what fifteen and two or something like that. Yeah, um, it seems like they were on a tear for a while, right? They were. They scored six plus runs in thirteen of the first fifteen games. They even won a two-one game or something in there. They, yeah, they still have the record for or continuing to set the record for most home runs in a game to start the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and we expected none of this because they're full-on rebuild mode. Um, and then I don't think we got to this. I don't know if it was recorded when we were saying this, but they got Jay Bruce, Edwin Encarnacion, a couple veterans who everyone knows the hope is that they'll do well enough and we can trade them yeah. for more prospects. We got a bunch of prospects this offseason that probably won't see this year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Near the end of the year, they Once might bring out. them up to, to just to get them some licks or some yeah. whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. The show. Get them into the show. Into the show, Yeah. A lot of guys, you see that baseball's got weird rules where you don't lose your rookie status until you hit a certain number of games. Oh, there's a threshold that must be crossed. Yeah, so there's a lot of guys who have they come can be up rookie for a long time before they. Uh, it's like fifty something games, something like that. It's less than a third of the, maybe it's a third of the year, somewhere uh-huh. around there. But there's a lot of guys who have played the end of one year and then the next year been able to get rookie of the year. Oh. Um, so I think that's why a lot of I don't know <laughs> I don't know if the teams care about that, but. Uh, Huh? Well, he missed the entire <laughs> rookie year. Same with uh, Blake Griffin, NBA, um, which we can jump into that now real um, quick. Boogie out for the playoffs. The Warriors gave up a 31-point lead, the biggest comeback in playoff history days after <laughs> days after Curry calls, Ed, uh, calls Tigers win the biggest comeback ever. <laughs> but and even when he did that, people were bringing up the fact that they gave up a 3-1 lead in the NBA Finals two years ago <laughs> to LeBron. <laughs> so, like, not the best guy to say that Tiger had the biggest comeback ever. Um, we had talked about him in the beginning. I mean, he hadn't won a major in 11 years. It's pretty crazy to win another one that far down the road. Um, I don't know NBA playoffs. I don't think anything else is that exciting this round. The best series is probably OKC and Portland. Yeah, that'd be the closest. Uh, Unless some of these teams get upset. Toronto lost game yeah, one. Kyle Lowry doesn't wake up. Yeah, was, are we ever going to get our own NBA team back up here? They're working on it. They got the stadium being uh, remodeled. Right? Yeah, renovated. They're being renovated. Right they now, they got approved for a hockey team. Oh, that's cool. So we got an NHL team coming. The goal is 2020. My guess is it'll be 2021. Dude, hockey's a crazy sport. Like, I never really got into it. And I got invited to just a, a minor league game in Everett. Uh, the Silver Yeah, tips. the Silver tips. And I go there not expecting much. And these kids are fucking flying across the ice. They move so damn fast. And they get checked up in the glass. You can feel the <laughs> reverberation. The whole fucking stadium shakes. Like, oh, damn. This is some serious shit. Yeah. I thought it was fun. It was a cool... It was well, cool. And they don't like take timeouts or anything. So oh, the, no. The stop... It's all crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah, I we were talking it. about that earlier. Did we ever figure out that guy's name? Ch- Chara? Chara. I don't know how to say it. Chara. It is. It's we have a... Right. I just remembered it when I wasn't trying to. Is that that KO? It's we have Chara. It's Z Z 
Zdeno Chara or something. Zdeno Chara. This is me showing you. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he he's like six ten yeah. for the Boston Bruins. Oh, just a big. Bastard. And there's been a couple guys this year that have fought. <laughs> and everyone's like, "What That's are you mistake. doing?" <laughs> but like, hey, hats off to you, it's ballsy. Um. Yeah, so that's only hockey game I've seen was actually the Bruins against the Maple Leafs in Vancouver. Maple Leafs, is that right? Nope, Canucks. Canucks in Vancouver. Maple, Maple Leafs are from Toronto. Uh, but no, yeah, so we have the hockey team coming and they're hoping that they can get an NBA franchise for that. Oh, that'd be cool. It's, I've seen Seattle Thunderbirds one time against uh, Calgary Hitmen. And mm-hmm. the big thing was Bret Hart was up in the owner's box. Oh, uh, really? Gave him a shot and like, holy shit, Bret Hart is here. Oh, dang. Yeah, so it'll be interesting if they can get a franchise. It's sounding less and less likely that a team will get sold and moved, and it's also starting to sound less likely that they'll do an expansion team. Okay. When Silver first took over, he as commissioner, he kind of made it sound like he was down for that, and now it's less and less likely, I think. Um, there's a couple of franchises on the brink of being sold, too, but there's like strict non-moving. Well, the Kings were like at that point, and then Kevin Johnson, their stupid ex-NBA mayor, saved them. The Pels, too. The Pels are... They were on the outs. Yeah, and they should sell because their owner, it's the Saints owner, owns yeah. the Pelicans too. Mm-hmm. And he uses the same training staff. Like he's saving money by using the same training staff and things for both franchises. He's double dipping. And <laughs> and yet their NBA franchise always has crazy injuries. Like maybe yeah. there's a correlation. Maybe the training's different for different kinds of sports, huh? Yeah. But I think we hit the Seattle stuff. Uh, we got to go to the new segment. Keep our enemies close. <laughs> We're going to hear what's going on with some of Ricky's teams. and Big news with the Lakers. Magic Johnson quit. Abruptly. Not, yeah. No warning. <laughs> he, he had hours-long meetings the day before with ownership and GMs and everything. Never says anything to him. And then the next day in a live interview, I quit. Yeah, I'm oh, over it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he said he didn't tell the owner, Jeannie Buss, because she's like his sister and she would have talked him out of it. She would have talked him into staying, so he didn't want that. Apparently, he has a history of up and quitting jobs. Yeah, there's a laundry list of things that he's done. So, what was his job he quit? He was the president. He was the president. Of the Lakers. He He, said he wasn't having fun. Yeah, he wanted to get back to being magic. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, There's also talk now that he wanted the coach and GM fired, and Jeannie Buss was like, I'm not firing the GM. Plinka's been doing good. It sounds like he was doing all of the legwork. Yeah. Um, there's questions about he was an ex-agent, so there's questions about whether other whether agents want to work with him that don't like him from that past, whether other teams want to work with him. But it sounds like the fact that he was going to stay on Magic that was kind of like the final straw of like, yeah, because they fired Luke anyway. Yeah, fired Luke Walton, but he got hired by the Kings immediately, at, like literally less than 24 hours later. Yeah, had a deal in place. Kings um, are instantly more likable. So who do you think they're going to go after, Ricky, for Ty Lue. president? He's oh, for coach, Ty Lue? He's already had a meeting with uh, Palinka. Well, so they had three guys that I heard for coach. It was like Jawan Howard, Ty Lue, and... Uh, Monty Williams. Monty Williams. I mean, wh- why re-put Ty Lue and LeBron together again? He was a former Laker. That's true, but he got his most famous moment is getting stepped over by Allen Iverson. <laughs> <laughs> After Allen Iverson hit a shot. Anything uh, on the rumors that potentially Kobe could be president? I would love that, no matter what he did. Ma- Max but- Kellerman was blaming Kobe for like the last eight years of Lakers being bad, ever since he got that contract. That's what people say, but Kobe didn't sign Mozgov. Kobe didn't uh, sign Luol Deng. 
But Palinka, Palinka, who's yeah. the GM now, was Kobe's agent. So that's why the extending the Kobe's ruining the franchise because now his agent is a GM. Kobe didn't trade D'Angelo Russell. Honestly, what it is is Jeannie Buss, from what I'm hearing, she's just too nice. She wants to be friends with everybody. She lets them just do what they want and doesn't take enough of a hand on the wheel of like what's happening with the basketball side. That was my problem as a manager. Too much of a <laughs> Yeah, you can't be friends with your... I ended up working like four months in a row. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that crap. I made sure I got my days off. Uh, yeah, so any hope for Lakers for next year? Do you think any of the big guys are going to show up? Uh, the big free agents? No. <laughs> no hope? I think they'll be a better team, though. No Kawhi, KD. No. Who else is out there? Most, AD, most Anthony time. Davis. It's starting less time. and less like they can trade for him because... And there's a lot more teams with better assets, depending on what the Pelicans want to do. If I'm going to throw a name out there into the universe, Clay Thompson. <laughs> oh, that would hurt my soul. Once KD leaves and they lose in the second round. Oh, come on. They're playing Houston. So? Houston, Houston's a good matchup. And they don't have Boogie. Yeah, and how many times has James Harden come through in the clutch in the end of a series, a close series? Well, yeah, but no, oh, second never. round, Chris Paul will still be helpful, healthy. You know, maybe. <laughs> Knock on wood on that, Ricky. No. I like <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're fine if he gets hurt between now and then? Yeah. Uh, I am too. Uh, if there's anybody to blame for the Lakers' demise, it was David Stern for axing that trade. Yeah, the Chris Paul trade years ago. It's like the only time I've ever heard of a commissioner vetoing a trade. Kobe could potentially still be playing right now. Yeah, I mean, that AC or uh, Achilles, though, it's a tough injury to come back from. And then we got your other team, Cowboys. We mentioned earlier Demarcus Lawrence getting a $100 million deal-ish. Oh yeah, ish. I think he deserved it. And uh, our defense is pretty good. Uh, we like to keep them in, intact. You're not worried it's going to hurt them from being able to get build more on that defense? Well, they traded for Robert Quinn on the other side because uh, Randy Gregory just said, who's Randy Gregory? Uh, who's the one that quit so he could smoke weed? Sounds like a great man. Yeah, he's, he's very noble <laughs> in his cause. He's like, you guys expect me to just kill myself with pills and go out there. and Yeah, yeah. because he's going to get like an eight-game like, suspension because he's been caught like three times. Yeah, for smoking. And he's yeah. just like, so fuck just it, done. I'm going to retire. I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm not going to put myself in that harm. And you're not going to let me use marijuana. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm out. Yep. <laughs> Get on him. Get on him. Stand by your principles. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's ridiculous, though, because... Those guys are in pain all the time. Of course. And one of the few things that can help them without any major health defects or even it helping their performance is marijuana. Because mm-hmm. it's one of the things he said in the video when he because he mm-hmm. he retired over like an Instagram it, live uh, Instagram live yeah. <laughs> video. So he's he's like, hey man, they're he started listing pills that I've never heard of. He's like yeah. they're feeding us those like candy, but I'm gonna lose eight games over weed. Like I'm the problem. Yeah, piss off. Like yeah. really. Even Trump says the biggest uh, issue, one of the biggest issues in our country right now is uh, opioids. Yeah. <laughs> if even Trump can agree. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Actually, it makes me less believe it. But uh, If you find yourself agreeing with Trump, there's definitely a problem, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's why the NFL is like, okay, maybe maybe pills aren't really a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Just like uh, we don't need to go sweeping up the forest to prevent forest fires. Oh, God. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, so you've got... More hope for the Cowboys than the uh, Lakers, it sounds like. Yep. I think they can build on uh, what they did last year. And I is think... Prescott going to get a bigger contract than uh, Wilson next year? Probably. 
because I, I think they're going to be a upper echelon next year, like better than the Rams. I don't see the Rams being very good next year. Why? Uh, because they've been really good the last two years? <laughs> no, because Gurley just completely disappeared. And what the fuck? And he might have like some sort of arthritic problem. Like, yeah, if that's the case, got, he might be done. They really? lost uh, CJ Anderson, Jared Goff. That's what they're saying with his nothing. knee, yeah. That's why he didn't recover. Sean McVay even didn't put up a good performance in the Super Bowl. Ooh, no. Not a great coaching performance. I mean, not that uh, Belichick was that much better, but his defensive scheme was great. Yeah. Shut the Rams down. Um, and they came through in the clutch in the off, in the, off the end of the year. I mean, at the end of the game, like they always do. Classic Patriots. Like I was saying when I got to – because I was rooting for Patriots because the Rams are a rival. I'm not going to root for the Rams. No. I'd rather watch a – you know, see the greatest dynasty in football history get even greater, you know, while I'm watching football than watch the Rams win a Super Bowl. So I got to my parents' house when they were watching it, and my stepdad's from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So it's Seahawks, then Patriots. Uh. Well, he, he, you know, he's Seahawks are number one now because he's lived here for half his life, probably. He still finds himself rooting. For but if the Seahawks aren't in it and the Patriots are playing, he's going to root for Brady and the Patriots. So we got there, it was just me and him, and I was like, man, there's only three things in this world that we can trust. Death taxes and fourth quarter Brady. <laughs> Everyone's just annoyed. everyone is just down. They're like and like almost right after I said that Brady got the touchdown and I was like there it is, fourth quarter Brady can't stop it. It's brutal, man. Uh, and then your last one, the Yankees. Not a whole lot to say about them yet. Slow start, just like the Red Sox. Any reason? I mean, they've got a bunch of pitching injuries, though, right? I haven't really. Even, I've been swept up in the Mariners. Yeah. Uh, I heard, well, because I heard one of their pitchers that, like, as a potential Cy Young guy down the road, he's out for a while, and they just had someone else get hurt. So, they're like, well, shit, there's two of our best three pitchers. Was it Severino? Yes. Yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> Luis Severino. Yeah. CC Sabathia is doing his retirement tour. Though I'm not sure why he got one, but. The uh, no name pitcher from the Mariners they got hasn't been very great yet. The Big Maple? I love that guy. Uh, I, mean, I got no beef with him, but. I don't even want to say his name. He became a fan favorite, and and then Mariners had to ship him out for of some, course. For he some was prospects, huh? He was our ace, but kinda. He was our best pitcher, but he wasn't really our ace because he can only pitch 160 innings a year, 180 innings a year. Like he never pitched a full year. He was always hurt. That's a good point. That's he tough. only. That's why he only ever won like 12 or 13 games. How many innings are in a full year, full season? Uh, well, for pitching, the like the number they usually look at is you want a guy who's going to go 200-plus innings. Okay. Um, I think if they do really good, a starting pitcher can get to 300 innings, but that's like going deep into games and staying healthy the whole year because yeah. they usually start about 35 games a year. Once yeah. every five. Yeah, something like that. Usually it's about 35, so I mean. At nine innings a game, that's well over 300, yeah. But – they are lucky a good pitcher goes like six and a two thirds on average or something, or maybe goes into the averages over seven innings a game. So it's, yeah, it takes a real good guy. So that's why I say 200 innings. So like that's a good workload for a starting pitcher to get to. Are we have 40 minutes. Nope, but we're pretty close. Um, we're getting there <laughs> in Jer- in the intro to this episode or to this show. He says 40 minutes or less. Seattle sports. Um, but no, we've, we've hit all the big news. <laughs> Tiger won the Masters. Wilson got a big deal. Mariners came back to earth. Mariners cooled off. Hopefully, we'll turn that around tonight. Um, so then the biggest question is, was Wilson getting paid going to cripple the Seahawks from being able to uh, 
get back into being a real contender. You know, it's not like they're not a playoff contender, but like a real contender. They're not like out there in free agency every year anyway. It's not like no, they're like the Patriots. They usually take those veterans who nobody wanted. You know, kind of yeah. got cast off, and they like Bennett and like Averill. <laughs> well, that didn't work out. <laughs> the offensive side, it hasn't worked out so good. On the defensive side, it has. Like McDougald was a guy who he started the entire year before for the Bucks, and then we got him for like four million because for some reason nobody wanted him, and then he ended up being the one to step up for Cam Chancellor and really pick up our defense. And like Earl. and yeah, and Earl when Earl was out, well, Tedrick Thompson did that because um, McDougald was already starting at that point because Cam's been out, but that was the he was pretty much him and. Uh, Bobby Wagner were the veteran leaders on that defense because even KJ Wright was out a lot this last year. Yeah, he was. So they've done a good job of getting veteran guys on the defensive side. Um, I don't know. I don't think it'll kill our chances, but I think it hurts them. It, it's definitely hard to build a team when one guy's making $35 million and you've only got another $115 million for the rest of the team, something like that. Yeah, but on the flip side, quarterback is the hardest position to fill. But look at the teams that have made it to the Super Bowls recently. It's quarterbacks it's well it's brady and quarterbacks making no money <laughs> well would you rather so they have do the rams deep teams around. Well, eagles out. rams yeah they went all out though atlanta did it before matt ryan got his big payday um i mean even baltimore back in the day before they gave flacco his big paydays when they made it i mean when you can build a full team around them the quarterback position isn't as important and if you have good coaching and scheming it's still the most important though the top six paid quarterbacks last year didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it's not that you can't do it. Like I said, Brady is there, but he takes a pay cut because his wife's Giselle and makes triple the money he does. <laughs> like, right. doesn't hurt him to take a page cut. His hot wife, that kind of looks like a dude. So, I don't think it kills our chances, <laughs> but I definitely think it hurts them. But uh, now it's time for the segment that's, I would say, not just sweeping the nation the planet uh, <laughs> internationally known we're gonna pass it to the actual host of the show jared johnson hey welcome back in this is jared from coming to you live or not live but recorded from kona hawaii uh the big island uh here on vacation but uh, Matt's taking over for the show to this week, or for this episode, and so <clears throat> I uh, he asked me to. You, I decided he. We decided he'd pass me a question off this week. So uh, here it goes. His question, our question today was, um, if uh, since Russell Wilson got a big contract now, um, seems to be a big thing between the fans, at least on Twitter. Um, that the Seahawks will no longer be able to um, compete because they're paying their quarterbacks so much. And so the question is, can the Seahawks compete with paying their quarterbacks so much? Um, So uh, I feel like there's no doubt that they can compete. Um, Teams with quarterbacks are, with high-paying quarterbacks, compete, especially really good quarterbacks. Um... It just makes it a little more difficult. They have to be a little more successful and lucky in the draft. Um, they gotta like keep their keep their uh, spending a little bit less than what they normally would. Um, so 
Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that the Seahawks can compete. I just think uh, they're going to have to be a little careful on where they spend their money based on um, based on how they draft and you know I mean they do that anyways that's the thing to me is like there's not never has a year gone by where John Schneider is just carelessly throwing money away Um, you know he's had some unsuccessful draft picks and unsuccessful pickups like Jimmy Graham and Percy Harvin and such but he's not he's never doing this to just throw money away or whatever like he's always you know obviously um, so with Russell Wilson making bigger bucks, um, and, and probably this year it's actually probably a less of a cap hit than normally than it has been, but but in general um, he'll be making more money. Um, I think that <clears throat> they just have to be a little more careful, and I think they will. Um, I at this point I'm doubting whether Frank Clark's going to get signed. Um, I think that that's going to be a, probably the byproduct of maybe signing Russell is that, but I don't think they were interested in paying him over $20 million anyways. So uh, it's tough to say, really. Um, but overall, they're going to be competitive. Having a great quarterback makes you competitive as opposed to um, keeps you from being competitive as far as like paying him. Um, the best teams have a great quarterback. Um, and yeah, sure, you could trade your quarterback and then go uh, try to draft another guy, but how many teams draft and fail to pick up a good quarterback or try try and try and try and try to draft or find a good quarterback and just go through all the motions? And of course, the helicopter flies over right about now, so hopefully you're not hearing that, but if you do... I'm sorry, um, but yeah, there's just um, teams teams work so hard to get a franchise quarterback. There's absolutely zero chance or zero um, reason to think that they're going to be less successful because they're paying their quarterback. Um, based on everything I've read and seen, teams are cheap, and so they do like um, maybe act like they can't pay somebody because of that, because of paying their quarterback. They like to bring that message out into the public or into the media, but but for the most part, they can make any any contract work under the cap. It just changes how they may do things a little bit in the future. So uh, I really hope that helps. I think that uh, this is a good move for the Seahawks. I, I kind of never doubted that the Seahawks were going to get him back. Uh, he's, he, they just, like I said, they just don't come around very often. And even more so than that, they, uh, they don't get moved. Quarterbacks don't get moved, especially franchise quarterbacks. Uh, I just, it's just, it just doesn't happen. Um, you know, Drew Brees is the only person that you can really come up with. And he wasn't a franchise quarterback when he got moved. He was like a decent quarterback who had a big-time injury, and then the team decided not to resign him. So it, it's not the same as Russell Wilson, who's a top-five, probably, quarterback in the NFL. Um, so I'm excited for them to make that move. I'm glad that they got him resigned. I'm glad that they, there was the deadline. I mean, I know people were freaking out, and 
I went to bed long before they uh, announced it, or not much before, I guess, but we're about three hours difference time zone here, so um, it was actually probably right about the time that they were announcing it. So uh, it's good. I'm glad. I'm good job, Snyder. Good job, Carol. Um, you guys keep up the good work as far as I see it. So, and Matt, I gotta say thanks so much for taking over the show for this for this episode. Uh, you're a champ, as always. Uh, hope everything's good at back at home. Uh, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Jared. Uh, and thank you for letting us guest host for you. We definitely love the opportunity to talk sports. Always. Even, even if it's about Seattle. And more <laughs> chances to shamelessly plug our own podcast, the Fairweather Friends Podcast, which, which we, we are, are about to film with. We got... The Darren Davis right here. Right here, thank you. And we've got my beautiful fiance, Lori. Said a word. <laughs> <laughs> may, may or may not guest host slash just randomly throw comments in. Who knows? <laughs> but you can subscribe to that and uh, Game of Thrones podcast, which Darren has been on with me every episode. Ricky might be back for some future episodes. I promised to watch the next episode so I'd be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't yeah. watch it? Even I watched yeah. it. Nah, I, I like to binge the shows. You no. know? Like I like to save I'm up the, and dive Do in. a few in a row. I guess I'll get on board and but, schedule that. That one's chaos is a ladder. That next episode should be more exciting. Um, and the, uh, both those podcasts and this one are available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Transistor.fm, um, Instagram accounts for Northern State Podcasting and Fairweather Friends, YouTube, YouTube channel, all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, thanks again, Jared. <laughs>